0: In this recording we're going to discuss the issue of whether someone can take bread which has been fully baked and turn it into toast on Shabbos. Now this would be possible to do even without cooking it because if someone took a slice of bread and put it on a warmer it could very well turn into toast and in fact this happens quite often because anyone that warms up their challah on Shabbos very often at least some part of the challah on the outside gets crispier, it gets toasted, so the question is is it permitted to transform ordinary bread into toast on Shabbos. So the first point to discuss is whether there's a problem of cooking in taking bread which has been baked and now toasting it, which is a little bit of a different form of cooking something. So the general rule that we have on Shabbos is Ein bishol achar bishol. There's no halachic prohibition of cooking food which has already been cooked. And that applies to any of the forms of cooking. So there's no prohibition to re-bake something which has already been baked. There's no prohibition to re-pickle something which has already been pickled anything which has already been transformed before Shabbos can now be redone on Shabbos. So that's why we're able to warm up food which has already been cooked on Shabbos, even though it might get a little more cooked through the process of being warmed. But since it was already cooked before Shabbos, so there's no prohibition to warm it up. The question, though, is whether this leniency applies also to two different forms of cooking. Now, before we get into the details of this issue, I want to define four of the major different forms of cooking that halacha discusses. The first is what we call cooking. In halacha, it's called bishel, which means that someone cooks through the heat of a liquid. So let's say someone has a pot, they put water in it, they boil up the water, and through that, they cook the food. So that's cooking through the heat of the liquid, and that's called bishel. So this is the kind of cooking that we do on a stovetop, or even in an oven, if there's a pot with some liquid in it too. The second form is called afia, what we call baking, and that means that someone cooks through the heat of the fire. So we generally do this with solids like bread or cookies in the oven, where we put it in the oven and heat it up. So through the heat going through the oven, the bread gets cooked. That's called afia. Then there's what's called tsliya, which is roasting, which means that the food gets cooked directly from the fire, not just from the heat coming from the fire, but from the fire itself. So this is generally what we do on a grill, what we call a barbecue, or you could even do it in the oven itself if you use the fire to cook the food directly. And then there's what's called kavush, which is pickling. And this is when a food is cooked through liquids, but not through the heat of the liquid. So either the salt or the brine, something in the liquid cooks the food, but it's not heat. So that's called pickling or kavush. So the issue in halacha is, let's say someone baked something before Shabbos, can they now cook that food on Shabbos? Or the other way, let's say they cooked something before Shabbos in liquid, are they able to now bake it on Shabbos? So do we apply this leniency of Ein Bishal Achar bishel even to two different ways of cooking food? So there's a very important machlokus Rishonim over this issue. The Reim in his Sefer Yireim is strict on this, and he believes that even though there's Ein Bishel Achar Bishal, you cannot re Cook the same food that only applies to doing the same form of cooking a second time. But if it's a different form of cooking, so the halacha does consider that a new form of cooking, and that would be prohibited on Shabbos. And his proof for this is from the laws of the carbon Pesach. The rule is that the carbon Pesach meat must be tsalui; it has to be roasted directly on the fire. It cannot be baked or cooked in a liquid. So the Gemara in Pesachim discusses what happens if someone roasts the carbon Pesach meat, so it was prepared properly, but then they cook it in a liquid. So the Gemara says you cannot use that meat for the mitzvah of carbon Pesach and this is based on a statement of Rabbi Yossi that if someone cooks the matzah in liquid after it's already been baked properly, so it loses the status of matzah and it cannot be used for the mitzvah of matzah. So the equivalent is if Someone cooks the carbon pesach meat in liquid after it's already been roasted, it's also ruined from being able to be used for the mitzvah of Karban Pesach. So this shows that even if something's already been roasted or baked, if it's subsequently cooked in a liquid, it changes the status. So that means it's a new form of cooking. And the same would apply to Shabbos, that it's prohibited to cook something in liquid after it's been roasted or baked before Shabbos. Now, the Ravya disagree with this and he points out that the Gemara elsewhere in Brachos explains this ruling of Rabbi that matzah which is cooked after it's been baked is invalid for the mitzvah of matzah not because the actual matzah itself is transformed but because it loses the taste of matzah so there's a halacha that the matzah needs to taste like matzah and matzah which has been cooked and is soggy obviously does not taste like matzah so that's why it's invalid to be used for the mitzvah, but not that the cooking actually transformed the food in any way. So based on this, the Rav argues that even if it's two different forms of cooking, so first it was baking and then it was cooking, or vice versa, first it was cooking and then it was baking, either way we don't view the second act of cooking as adding or transforming to this food. So it would be permitted on Shabbos to warm something up, even in a way which was different I than how it had originally been prepared, so something which had been baked could be warmed up in a hot liquid, even though that's considered bishul, because the same rule of Ain bishul achar Afiyah, there's no cooking after baking, is the equivalent of Ain bishul achar bishul. So that's the important debate between the Re aim and the raviyah about this issue. Now the Shulchan Arach in and Siman Shinyot Ches Sifhei quotes this debate, and he writes Yesh Omer O nitzla, There is a view that something which has been baked or roasted before Shabbos if they then cook it in liquid that would be considered a new form of cooking So based on that, one cannot put bread even into a Kli that means the second vessel So let's say the soup is warmed up in a pot, that's the Kli the actual pot that it was warmed up in is the first vessel and then someone ladles it into a bowl so that bowl is the second vessel and under halacha the second vessel doesn't cook so the shulchan arach is clearly ruling like the Re'im that it's prohibited to cook something which has been baked previously and he's even extending this to a second vessel so long as the liquid inside is yad so it would burn a hand which is around let's say 120 degrees Fahrenheit. So even though that's not considered full cooking in Halacha, but it's enough that it prohibits putting baked bread, which has never been cooked before Shabbos, into this hot soup on Shabbos. Then the Shulchan Aruch quotes Yesh Matirin. There are those who are lenient. But according to the Ramah, this is still not the view of the Raviyah all the Shulchan Aruch means to allow is putting the baked bread into a Kli Sheni, the second vessel. But he's still not allowing putting that bread into the Kli Rishon, because that would be considered full cooking, and it is prohibited to cook bread which has only been baked before Shabbos. So basically, the Shulchan Aruch is clearly ruling, like the stringency of the Reim, that it's prohibited to cook something which was only baked before Shabbos, and Within that view, the Shulchan Aruch records a secondary debate whether that prohibition extends so far as to even the Klisheni if the soup is still scalding hot. So that's the Shulchan Aruch's view. The Ramah then does quote the leniency of the Raviyah that even putting the bread into the Klishen would be allowed because there's no prohibition to cook something which has already been baked. And the Ramah concludes that the custom is to be strict like the strictest view, which is the first opinion of the Shulchan Aruch, to not put baked bread... Even into a cliche, so long as the soup is scalding hot. So this would be the debate about putting croutons or bread into soup, according to the second view of the Shulchan Aruch, and certainly the view that the Ramah records. So that would be permitted because the soup is already in a bowl, which is a cliche. So it's allowed to put the baked croutons or bread into there. Whereas according to the first view of the Shulchan Aruch, which the Ramah says the custom is to try to follow. If possible, so then one should not put croutons or bread into the soup unless they make sure that it's a little cooler, that it's not going to be scalding hot. So that is the halacha as the Shulchan Aruch quotes it. Now, the Magnav Rum makes a very important point which is he points out that even though we listed different types of cooking before, that there's baking, there's roasting, there's cooking, there's pickling, but not each of these forms of cooking is considered an independent category of their own. We view some of them as being part of the same category. So baking and roasting, even though they're slightly different, baking is done through the heat of the fire, whereas roasting is done from the fire itself. But in halacha, those are considered the same category. So on Shabbos, if someone took bread which was baked and then roasted it, that would be okay. And vice versa, if they had something which was roasted and then they warmed it up through baking it, so again, that would be permitted. So the Magan Rum points out that even according to the stringency, that you're not allowed to cook something which has been baked, you can't put the bread into hot soup, but that would not apply to roasting the bread because roasting and baking are effectively the same category. So bread which has been baked is permitted to be warmed up through roasting on Shabbos. So now, returning to our original question, can you make toast out of bread on Shabbos? So according to the Magen Rum, that seems to be permitted because originally the bread was baked, now making it into toast is a form of roasting it, but since those are the same category of cooking, so one would be allowed to toast baked bread on Shabbos. So that seems to be the view of the Magen Rum, but this this still isn't totally clear because there is a stringent view of Rabbi Yosef Shol Nathanson, who was probably the leading possek in Poland in the 19th century. Certainly, he was the most prolific. He wrote many, many tshuvas. So, in his tshuvas, Shoel Umeshiv Mahadura Tlisoy Chelek Bez Simon Chav, so in that tshuva, someone asks him about this issue, and he points out that there is room to be stringent based on what the Rambam and Hilchus Shabbos Perak Tes Halacha, Vav writes. The Rambam is describing some unusual cases which are prohibited because of cooking on Shabbos. And he writes, If someone melts metal or they heat it up until it turns red, so it's glowing, so that is a violation of cooking on Shabbos. And likewise, the Rambam includes that anyone that heats something up so that it melts like wax is prohibited. Prohibited because of cooking on Shabbos. And the alternative is that if someone heats up clay earthenware on Shabbos so that it becomes hard, that's also a violation of cooking. And then the Rambam summarizes these halachas. Klolo shel davar, the basic rule that emerges from this whole halacha. Is Bain Sharipa guf kosha o shahiksha goof whether someone hardens something through fire or if they softened a hard material through fire, that's all considered cooking on Shabbos. So the Rambam writes explicitly that changing the state of an object, so either hardening it or making it softer, melting it. All of that is a violation of cooking on Shabbos. In other words, cooking does not refer only to making food edible and prepared for eating, but it refers to taking any object and changing the state of that object through heat, through fire. So, if he hardens or softens an object, that's prohibited. So, based on that, says the Shulamishiv, there's room to argue that taking baked bread, which is somewhat soft, and turning it into toast, which is harder, would be a violation of cooking based on how the Rambam said that hardening an object through fire is a form of cooking. So that's the stringency of the Shoal meshiv And similarly, the kafachayim in Simen Shin Yod Ches, Sif and Ayin Ches, so he quotes the same stringency from the Chuvis Orach Latzadik in Simen Vav, that he also writes that since toasting the bread is a different way of cooking bread than baking it, and especially because you generally toast a slice of bread, as opposed to the baking of bread, which is done to the whole loaf, so after the bread is baked, it's then sliced and toasted, so since that's a new form of baking, so that would be prohibited on Shabbos, like the Shoal suggested. It's a bit of a different formulation, but the idea is essentially the same, that toasting bread, which was previously baked, would still be prohibited on Shabbos, because it's adding a new form of cooking to this bread. In addition, the Orach Latzadik adds that there's another reason to be stringent, based on the view of the Taz, in the VeYafelo, which means there are some. some. Some foods that even though they've already been cooked, the more they're cooked, the better they get. So the Taz has a stringency that the whole leniency of Ain Bishol Achar Bishol, that you're allowed to warm up food which has previously been cooked before Shabbos, only applies when warming it up is not going to improve the taste of the food. But if this is the kind of food that the more it gets warmed up, the better it tastes, so by warming up this food on Shabbos, that does improve the taste of the food, so the Taz holds that that would be prohibited. So in the same way the Orach LaTzadik argues that toasting bread which was only baked before Shabbos improves the taste of the bread, so then it would be prohibited. So those are the arguments of the Sheol and the Orach LaTzadik to prohibit toasting baked bread on Shabbos. Now in the Sefer Minchas Baruch, Chelek Aleph Simen Lamed He, so he quotes the counter-arguments which argue that it is permitted to toast bread on Shabbos. The Sefer Shvisas HaShabbos argues that there's no proof from this Taz that you can't toast bread on Shabbos because it improves the taste because the Taz's stringency is only talking about liquids. So the more they get warmed up, the more the taste improves. But the Taz is not talking about solids. So you can't extend this stringency to the case of bread, which is a solid, that the Taz was not referring to. In addition, the Brura in the Sharat Tzion, Simen Shin Ches la Lamidvav he points out that many Ahronim disagree with the Taz so we don't even follow the stringency of the Taz so even if the Taz's stringency would apply to solids and to bread it still wouldn't affect this case because we don't hold of that stringency so we could still be lenient in the case of toasting bread and in terms of the Sholumeshiv's argument that since you're hardening the bread so that's prohibited based on the Rambam so the Maharsha. In Das Torah and Simon So he explicitly argues on the Show and he says that the Rambam does not apply to food items. When the Rambam says that there's a prohibition of cooking to make something hard, it only refers to metal or to earthenware or something like that which is not food but the whole prohibition does not apply to food items so therefore when it comes to toasting bread there is no prohibition and it's allowed and in addition he quotes at the Chaye Adam in his Sefer Zichru Torah Moshe on the laws of Shabbos so he also writes that you're allowed to toast bread on Shabbos assuming it's done in a permitted way because you're not allowed to put food directly on the fire on Shabbos so if it's on a blech or some other permitted way of warming up the food, even though the bread is getting toasted, that would be permitted. So this is the debate between these authorities about toasting bread on Shabbos. As we saw, there is the stringent view of the Shoal and the Orach Latzadik quoted by the Kafa Chaim. But on the other hand, there's somewhat of a consensus that this should be permitted based on the muganav Avram, as the Marsham and the Chayyadim and Zichur Moshe and the Shvisas Sashabbos conclude. So that's in terms of the question of hardening or toasting bread. Bread, which was baked before Shabbos. Now, the Shoal Umeshiv points out that based on his analysis if this Rambam that prohibits softening or hardening items applies also to food, so the Shoal says that there should be another stringency in this case. And that is, what about taking bread which has been toasted, so it's now somewhat hard, and putting it in the soup as a crouton? Is that a form of cooking? So again, this could happen a lot if someone has some bread that they cooked up into a crouton or maybe even a regular crouton that you buy in the store. If you put that in your soup, it's going to get softened by the liquid. So according to the Sholomeshiv, that again should be prohibited because the Rambam says that softening or melting things like wax or metal is prohibited because of cooking. So likewise, putting toast into a soup which softens the bread should also be prohibited. So this is the controversial stringency of the Sholomeshiv, the other direction that taking toasted bread and putting it in soup may also be a violation of cooking on Shabbos because it softens it. Now the Shoal himself points out that you could counter that this case of the bread in the soup is not similar to the case of the Rambam of softening the metal because metal is intrinsically a hard object. So when someone puts it in the fire and softens it, that's a change from what this object originally was and that's why it's prohibited because of cooking on Shabbos. But the case of the bread which was toasted, the bread initially was a soft object and then it became hard because it was toasted and now it's just getting re-softened back to its original state in the soup. So that may not be prohibited because the difference between bread and metal is that the metal to begin with was hard. And now that it became soft, it's changing its status as opposed to the bread, which initially was soft. So now that it's getting softened, it's just coming back to its original state. So that would be an argument to allow putting the toasted croutons into the soup on Shabbos, even though they become soft. But the Shoal Meshiv concludes with a question on that because the Rambam mentioned not only the case of metal being softened, but also wax being melted, and the wax to begin with is not hard. It started off soft, and then it was hardened, and still it's prohibited to re-soften it on Shabbos. So the Shoal concludes with this question, and at the end it sounds like he wants to be stringent in terms of putting toasted croutons into the soup on Shabbos. Now this is a controversial stringency, and many authorities question it. First of of all, as we saw, the Maharsham holds that the whole halacha of the Rambam, of softening and hardening, does not apply to food items. It applies to metal and wax and earthenware, but it does not apply to food. So likewise, there would be no prohibition to soften the bread in the soup on Shabbos, because there is no such violation when it comes to food items. In addition, the Benny Shchai, in his Chuvis Rav Pa'olim in Arachayim Chelek Bez, Simen Nun Bays, so he also quotes the show And he disagrees with him for two further reasons, which is, first of all, he says, even if it is a violation of cooking on Shabbos to soften the bread, like it's a violation of cooking to soften the metal, but this bread has already previously been baked so as we began with that's a debate between the Shulchan Arach and the Ramah whether it's prohibited to cook bread which was already baked and according to the Ramah that is permitted so the Shoalumeshiv's whole stringency doesn't exist according to the Ramah because even if putting this toast in the soup is a form of cooking it would still be permitted according to the Ramah's ruling in addition the Rav Pa'alim the Ben Ishchai, points out that the whole prohibition of the Rambam of softening or hardening materials is only when it's done in order to change that material, in order to be able to work with it. So someone is looking to do malacha on Shabbos, they work with metal, and in order to shape the metal, they need to soften it through fire, so that's prohibited. But when someone's intention is to eat the food by softening it, which is the point of putting the bread in the soup, so that of course is permitted, that's not included in the prohibition of transforming the soup state of an object. So for all of these reasons, these later authorities disagree with the Sholomeshiv that there is no prohibition to put toast in soup. Now the Ben Chai in that Shuvah and Rav Pa'alim introduces another reason to be stringent in these cases and this is also going to have its own stringencies and that is based on the prohibition of Makkah one of the prohibitions on Shabbos is called banging a hammer and it refers to the final act of making something usable so after an object has basically been created and it's ready to be used for its purpose there's still usually a little bit of banging that needs to go on to pretty it up and to make it 100% ready for the customer to purchase it. So that finishing up of the product is prohibited on Shabbos. So if we factor in this prohibition to the case of the bread in the soup, so the Ben Ischai says now there is going to be a stringency, even though he holds it's permitted to put toasted bread into the soup, even though it softens the bread because that's not prohibited when it comes to food, that's... that's... That's only bread which was edible before it went into the soup. So it could have been eaten as toast, or it could be eaten as a crouton, so there's no prohibition to soften it. But let's say the bread is hard, not because it was toasted, but because it got stale. So that would be prohibited to put in the soup because it's inedible. Nobody really wants to eat it when it's hard. So putting it in the soup is makebe patish. The softening of it really makes it edible. It's like the final banging on the product to make it 100% ready to be purchased. So taking this stale bread and softening it is prohibited, not because of the softening, but because of the Maccabe that you're turning it into something 100% usable. So that's the ben Ischai's stringency that even though he holds you're allowed to soften hard bread in the soup, and that's not a violation of cooking on Shabbos, but he differentiates between two different kinds of hard bread. If it's toasted bread, so it was edible before it was softened, then you're allowed to soften it. But if it's stale bread, so it was inedible before it was softened, that is is prohibited not because of cooking but because of Makkabe And he quotes that this ruling is based on the Ramah in Simen Shin Ches Sif The Ramah explicitly writes: any food which is very hard, so it's inedible unless you soak it in liquids. You're not allowed to soak it in liquids on Shabbos because that is Makkabe it's prohibited because you're completing the edibleness of this food you're making it usable which is prohibited on Shabbos so based on this Ramah the Ben applies it to our case of the bread in the soup and therefore he rules that stale bread is prohibited to be put in soup in addition says the Rav Pa'alim coming back to our original question whether you can toast bread on Shabbos to begin with again says the Rav Pa'alim that would be prohibited based on this this argument, not because of the Sholumeshiv's argument that you're hardening the bread, but because of this idea that it's make be patish, because you're putting the final touches on making this bread toast. So before that, it was just regular bread, and now it's becoming toast, and that final touch that made it into toast was done on Shabbos, so even if it was not cooked in the process, the fact that it was completed into an object of toast is also prohibited because of Maccabee So basically, the Ben Ish-chai proposes two stringencies based on this idea of Maccabee patish. One is to put stale bread in the soup is prohibited because it makes it edible. And the second is to turn the bread into toast would also be prohibited because it's the final touches of making it toast. And similarly, along the same lines, the kafachaim that we mentioned earlier, quotes from the chuvis Melchemes Ari that he also said it's prohibited to warm up stale bread on Shabbos because, again, it's making it edible. So the Sephardic Poskim are applying the concern of Maccabee to these cases of bread and based on that they're saying that any time you really change the use of this bread it would be prohibited on Shabbos on the other hand the Ashkenazi authorities seem more lenient first of all the B'rura in the Beer HaLacha on that Ramah in Simon Shin Ches. so he argues at great length that there is no prohibition of Mak'e when it comes to food items Mak'e refers only to objects and vessels but it does not apply to food Food. So unlike the Rama, who very clearly holds there is a prohibition of Makkah B'Patish, of completing food items, the B'rura is lenient, so the same would be true in this case, that it's not prohibited to soften the stale bread, even though it is making it edible, so that is Makkah B'Patish, but according to the B'rura, there is no prohibition of Makkah B'Patish when it comes to food items. So that's the first argument. In addition, there's two more arguments against the Ben stringency that making bread into toast on Shabbos is a form of Makebih First, the Shvisasa HaShabbos points out that generally Makebih has to create something totally new. But just taking bread and making it into toast is not a new enough object to be considered a violation of Shabbos because generally a person doesn't care if the bread is toasted a little or not. Either way, they'll eat it even if they enjoy the toast a little bit more. So that's not Makebih because they didn't really change anything. Even though he does admit that if you're making the toast for someone sick or a child who literally might not eat regular bread, it has to be a little harder. So then that may be prohibited like the Ben said. But again, in a regular case, people don't care that much if it's toasted or not. So that would not be a violation of Shabbos. Second, the other argument against the Ben stringency is that the Ramah is really talking about a food which is inedible. It cannot be eaten. unless it's softened or prepared somehow on Shabbos. So that's when the Ramah says there's a violation of Shabbos to prepare this food. But the Ramah does not seem to be talking about food, which is edible, but the person will enjoy it a little bit more if they do something to it. The Ramah does not include that in Makkah Be'patish, and that seems to be the case of the toast because the bread is edible, just the person prefers it to be toasted. So that does not seem to be a violation of Makkah Be'patish again. So because of these reasons, there seems to be a consensus against the Benishai that we do not apply makebe patish to the case of the bread, and toasting it or softening it in the soup would be permitted. So in summary, we've discussed three cases, whether someone can toast bread on Shabbos, whether they can take toasted bread and soften it in soup, and whether they can take stale bread and soften it in soup. And again, based on the view of the Shavis Shabbos and the B'rura, it seems that one can be lenient in all of these cases. There is no prohibition of cooking or Makkah B'Patish.